Hey, all these great sounds provided by my main man, Mane. So follow him at Miguel Resendez on Instagram. Uh, he's killing it on SoundCloud, too, making all this music from home. He's a great musician, uh, just doing it, doing his thing here in Sacramento. So anyway, show him some love. He's providing me with all these cool beats and sounds for my interludes, my intros, and all that. Okay? Big shout out. Keep it going, Mane. We're going to get started with a quick little movie review. Um, I wanted to kind of do this once in a while. Uh, I could either talk about a book or a movie or an article that I've kind of read or, or, or seen and something that really means a lot to me and something that I've been able to translate into my own life, uh, whether that be into teaching, uh, my personal life, or coaching. Um, so for this episode, I wanted to talk about Stand and Deliver. And so Stand and Deliver to me um, is an amazing movie, obviously. And, and just reading online on different uh, resources that I've looked up, I literally just Google Stand and Deliver movie. Um, you know, I would say it's about 90% factual. And obviously some drama has been added into it, you know, as a movie. But it doesn't matter. I think if you look at the story, it's based on a true story. It's based on a real teacher. And just the idea of it. And um, I just wanted to talk about that because I've heard about the story when I was younger um my father actually always talked about it stand deliver and I'm like what's stand deliver so it would come on tv once in a while uh I think I've only seen a lot of clips on youtube but it finally just you know showed up on netflix like I mentioned in episode one and I want everyone to go out there and try to watch this you know go on netflix right now if you have the account and go ahead in there and, and check out stand deliver and just let me know what you think you know hit me up on instagram uh in a dm or in a comment or whatever it may be just let me know how you feel. You can send me a voice message here on the uh, Anchor app. So if you're listening to this on Anchor FM, you can click on add a voice message. Uh, if you're on Spotify as well, I think it's also there. And I really want to, you know, share this movie with people. I, I think like if somebody would recommend this to me, I would take a second and at least, you know, pop it in for a second and maybe watch it for 20, 30 minutes, see what it means to you. So anyways... Speaking of the movie, you know, and speaking of so much as movie, but, you know, also the story of Jaime Escalante. Um, like I said before, he's a teacher from Bolivia and he came to the United States and he was doing something else before he started teaching. And I think that's really cool. It's kind of a wave that's happening right now where a lot of teachers are coming into teaching as a second or third career. And that's obviously I'm in that I'm in that group of uh, you know teachers that have done that. Uh, I probably tried like three or four different careers before I ended up teaching, but I feel like there's an advantage, you know, and there's a disadvantage as well uh, of teaching after you try a couple other careers. And I know there's also some teachers that go straight into it after the credential program and, and they also have some advantages to that and they also have some disadvantages, you know, so we'll talk about that in a different episode, but I really wanted to kind of mention that this, this teacher here was so talented and so, um, you know, so gifted in math that he, he just wanted to give back, you know. And I think in the movie they show that he comes to teach um, as a computer science teacher and they don't have computers at the school, you know. So he's in East L.A. at Garfield High School. At the time, they didn't have computers. And so 
he decided, I guess, I gave him the opportunity to teach math. And so obviously he knew math. And the movie, you know, they, they kind of speed it up a little bit uh, as far as the success that he has and how quick he gets it. And so you got to kind of understand that it is a movie. Um, I, I do love the idea that he believed in the students from the first day. And so as the kids came in, you know, he didn't see them as, you know, Mexican-American students or, or Latino students or, or Central American students. He saw them as students and he said, OK, I'm going to teach them. And I think it helped that. Maybe he looked like the students, you know, I think they kind of resonated with that. And I think that's what maybe it relates to me. It's like, man, this guy, you know, he speaks Spanish, you know, he he's someone that looks, you know, kind of reminds me of my father. So you're like, wow, this is a cool teacher, you know, and it doesn't mean that teachers have to be like that. It just thinks like I think it's great that students see teachers of of different backgrounds. You know, I think that really helps them, especially like if it's in a such a vital class like mathematics, you know, and so. In the movie, you know, I've, I've taken some of these things with me and I've used them in my coaching life. I've used them in my teaching life. Like I said before, I coached soccer for about 15 years at a different different levels, including, you know, well, actually one of the most important levels that I've coached would be high school and Division One, you know, Grant High School. And, you know, super proud of that whole situation there. And, and I'm going to talk about that later on in different episodes. But I, I did take a lot from this movie you know, and just the different things that he's done with the students in there. Um, one thing I, it, it always comes up to me is how he used an apple to teach fractions. You know, I thought that was great. I thought that's something that we do nowadays where we want to use real life examples when we're teaching any subject. You know, real life examples are what the students are really going to keep and take with them. You know, so we could teach as much as we want from a book or a curriculum. And, and we do have to do some of that. We do have to touch that. But we have to find a way as teachers to be creative and tie in real world examples so that students can, you know, feel like, well, I'm actually going to use this and I'm actually going to need this, you know, and I think that's great. You know, it could be a chemistry teacher, PE as well. It could be anything, you know, mathematics, English, um, psychology, whatever teacher it is. I think if they find a way to find real world examples like an apple and cut the apple in half and teach the kids fractions using an apple or using a pizza. Those are the kind of things that kids stick with and they and they actually believe in it and they actually use it in the future. You know, and I anyone could think that, you know, when you went to school, you could think of the times that your teachers might have done a project or something and there's some projects just stick with you forever because you actually did them. You actually were hands-on creating something or hands-on using something and you're like wow i remember that for the rest of my life and i think that's obviously we can't do that with every lesson as teachers but i think it's huge for kids to get those examples in life you know and so jaime escalante you know you know in the movie he did this and i was like wow you know he's teaching the kids a simple thing as fractions with an apple you know and i never learned it like that you know i learned it on paper i learned it on a whiteboard and i was like wow you know i probably would have made a lot more sense if you cut an apple in half and then you you know, cut it again and make it into forts and this and that. So that was cool. I really liked that from the movie. I also liked the aspect of this teacher just, you know, going to bat for his students. You know, the faculty meetings, they were kind of talking down to the students and they were going to lose accreditation um, because of just lack of, you know, success. And, you know, it's a new teacher coming in and he's like, you know what, let's do calculus. And then everyone kind of looked at him, laughed at him, was like, come on. And so I thought that was huge because... If a teacher can find a way, like I said before in, in episode one, can find a way to raise the bar and ask for more, you know, you'd be surprised how much kids can give you, you know, you'd be surprised. And so 
as teachers or as educators, anything, you know, it could be, you know, a gym trainer or, or a dance instructor. If you ask your students to get to a certain level and you want them to be there, I think they can get there, you know, but if you, if you're if the, if the bar is so low, you know, they might exceed it too quickly or you're just only teaching them to get to that point, you know, so you're actually limiting their possibilities, you know, and I thought that was like crazy that he was like, let's do calculus. And it's like, oh man, let's just try to do some algebra. No, he's like, no. And so in the movie, you know, you'll see different uh, scenes where he's like teaching the students using real world examples, using things that they understand. Um, and then he actually, you know, gives up his summers and gives up all his extra time and gives up his winter break for the students. And like, to me, it's like, wow, you know, like a lot of times we see teachers doing this. I mean, it's normal, right? For teachers to literally give up extra time for their kids. Like when we come home, people come home as teachers, they don't stop thinking of teaching. You know, they're watching a movie or they're watching a show or they're reading a book and you're like, oh, I could teach this to my kids, you know? So like the teacher is always prepping for the next day. It never ends. You know, you can never prep, you know, so much, you know, you can never like over prep. So you're like, okay, you know, I'm done for the next week. It's like, but it's not really true because that night or something, you're cooking or you're watching something and you're like, oh, I'm gonna teach the kids that or I'm gonna talk to them about that. And that's a teacher. That's what teachers do. You know, that's what they do. And that's like anything. You know, I see trainers online on Instagram or YouTube and they'll come up with different activities. I know that they're researching, they're finding things, they're looking for things. And, and you know, for example, right now with this whole, you know, the gyms being closed down here in California and different things, instructors are getting creative. You know, like, hey, Okay, we'll work out outside. You know, we'll move our gym outside. And I thought that was great. You know, and I want to shout out, you know, Hugo Brambila, who's a friend of mine who runs custom fitness uh, here in Atomas. Um, you know, good good friend of mine who, who's been in business for a while, who's been training for a while. Another soccer guy that I like. And I see him all the time on Instagram. He's posting his gym outside. So he's adapting, right? He's adapting. He's reacting. And I think that's something teachers always do. You know, they're always trying to be flexible and they have to be flexible. You know, things happen. For instance, right now, right, how this COVID-19 has took, taken over and, and we're dealing with this global pandemic, you know, teachers have become more creative and just have to be flexible. The school, everything about school has, you know, districts have had to come come out of it and just like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. You know, here's some computers. We're going to go online. And so that's like the flexibility and the, the greatness that teachers have, you know, in, in, in education, just in, in general, you have to be creative. You have to be flexible and you got to learn to adapt and react, you know, and just go with it. You know, it could be a day where you know, this happens or that happens and you just go with it. You know, never, you're never going to have a perfect period. You're never gonna have a perfect day. Um, and you just got to find a way to make it as perfect as you can, you know? So, you know, Jaime Escalante in the movie, he, he really shows that, that, um, he's going to teach the kids as much as he can. He's going to give up his time. He's going to do all these other things. And, and, you know, I really recommend this movie to everybody, uh, that wants to, um, get into teaching or, or is in some kind of educational role. You know, this is something that we can learn from this guy. And, you know, he has passed away. It's been about 10 years. You know, I, I do remember that he came to Sacramento and taught in Hiram Johnson, which is kind of cool right here in the neighborhood. And, um, you know, just just where he was, you know, just where he was in East L.A. at the time, just seeing what's going on. I mean, I've never really been to East L.A. that much, but like, we know the kind of things that they portray on, on, on the media. And and just you, you hear all these great stories of the teachers going into these so, you know, quote unquote, tough neighborhoods and just teaching these kids like, hey, this is not how it needs to be. It is not how it has to be. And you can get out of here and, and do what you want to do. And I think a lot of the times teachers base their success on what kids can do, you know, and not so much like, OK, well, I made this much money or 
okay, I was able to, you know, get this position or that position. I think it's more like, okay, I have 100 students and my goal is to get 100 of them to finish high school and 100 of them to get to college and 100 of them to be professionals and, and, and be successful. And and it just it starts with the teacher believing in you, right? And starting out, that's how it started, you know, in this movie. And so anyways, that's a quick little uh, snippet of this. Uh, hope you watch it. Uh, and if you do, you know, make sure you leave me a little voice message, what you think about the movie. Send me a message, send me a text, send me a, a DM. Um, and I'd love to hear from you. All right. Out. Educadence. Make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram at Educadence. Um, just simple as that. Follow us on Instagram. Use the hashtag. You know, help us out. You know, share some posts. Um, whatever, you know, that'd be great. If you could share a post, like, subscribe, do all that cool stuff for me. And, uh, thanks for listening. Um, there's more to come.